0: The Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. But $100 at WinBet and get $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. From now until Tuesday, get 20% off when you use the promo code NFCBEAST. That's NFC b e a s t
1: how you doing right? Been pretty good here, sweating out my uh championship matchup. It it doesn't look good for me here, but I, but I do have some options left for me. I still have a move left this week, so hopefully I'll be able to get something going here on Saturday night going into Sunday.
0: How many moves uh Jesus, how many moves are you allowed uh, per week?
1: Um, well, we usually do six, but then it got increased to nine during the all star break, and that was just never moved back down. So nine. So it's pretty pretty free flowing with the streaming and picking up batters and I know, I know some leagues do like tighter, like four moves a week is what we have in the sgPn league. but I feel like, I feel like between four and six is probably a good number,
0: yeah, that's a pretty good number. You can do with like injuries and streaming and all that stuff pretty easily mm-hmm. with like four to six. I know in my uh, my biggest paid league that I was in this year did not make the playoffs. Very sad about that. but uh, we didn't have a transaction limit for the week, but we had uh, an innings limit, which. Came to bit me, came to bite me in the ass a couple mm-hmm. times, the old innings limit. But the, I like the transaction limit when it's like that. I think I'm in like a ESPN free league. I'm in the finals, but I think the matchup acquisition limit is like 17 or something <laughs> ridiculous that you would never actually reach in a week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to do like... Max moves per season, like to make it like an average of four or five per week. But then people would just like people could just save up moves for the for the playoffs, which you know what? That's a strategy you can use. So that's but it just seems like now it's more like w- weekly, weekly limits, which, yeah, it, it makes it makes every move matter more.
0: Yeah, I like the I do like the weekly limits. I know uh, I had a work league for uh, my other job. That we did for quite a while. It ended when the pandemic ended. Everybody decided they didn't want to... Or when the (sighs) pandemic started, everybody decided they didn't want to play fantasy baseball anymore, which sucked for me. But uh, we didn't have a transaction limit. But what we did was every move you made cost a dollar. I like that. Adding somebody was a dollar. Dropping somebody was a dollar. Trading was a dollar. And then every week, whichever team was the highest scoring team, got all of the money from the transaction pot for that week. So there was no limit. But... It was costing you actual money every time you did it, and it made it really fun, because you really had to think, like, do I like, do I really want to spend a dollar to stream a pitcher that's probably going to give up six
1: runs in four innings? Yeah, I think something like that is, is, would be really cool to do, especially if you have a league where, like, every manager is, like, really into it, really, like, detailed and stuff, and yeah, it makes—you're actually spending money into the pot, and then— you know what, if, if you if you win the week, you get all that. But if not, it's just it's just going to waste and you have to factor that into your to your buy-in. So yeah, that that's that's interesting. I do think having a a, minimum, uh, a maximum innings limit is, is interesting too, because then you always I hear talk with people about like, oh should I should I bench this starter against this team? I'm like, No, put play this unless it's like a horrible <laughs> matchup. If he's on your team, like put him in, he could get a win, get get some strikeouts, help out your how about your ratios a little bit. But yeah, having having max innings, all all different type of uh, league settings, I think think that's something we can definitely get into more during the offseason when we have more time and less actual baseball to talk about.
0: I agree. One thing that I really want to start off this episode with is Pujols hit number 700. Like Realistically, we might never see that again. I shouldn't say might never because I didn't think we were ever going to see it again before this. But I mean... 700 home runs is such an incredible feat, especially him and Hank Aaron are the only people with 700 home runs and 3,000 hits ever in the history of baseball. Like that's, and the fact that he hit 699 and 700 on the same night against the Dodgers oh. on Apple TV is <laughs> <it's> incredible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, w- it was funny because everyone was complaining about how they're not going to be able to watch Judge because it's on <laughs> Apple TV. And then later that night, Pujols hits one and hits another get to get to an even more impressive number, I would say, than getting to, to 61. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it would take for someone to get up to 700, but I mean, someone like your your favorite Mariner, Julio Rodriguez, someone come into the league that young, if they can hit 20, 30 a season for for. 15 years that's only 450 home runs you have to like go off with a few 50s in there 60 if you're you're someone like aaron judge but yeah with the pitching getting so much more difficult with with the analytics and everything and being able to strategize against against batters i don't know if we're ever going to see something like that again
0: especially with how easily a lot of these guys go to the like injured list and shit now too Mm -hmm. like i always forget we can cuss on here uh (laughs) Like I mean, Julio, I would love Julio to get there. I at first when you said everybody's favorite manner, I thought you were going to say uh, Jared Kilnick.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he's he's on pace now after being called up. What does he have? There's a home run, a few uh, doubles, something like that.
0: I mean he's our savior at this point. Like <laughs> it's that's all there is to it. But like with Julio, he's uh, the injuries he's had recently make me nervous. But I mean, he does. He is the type of talent that could get there. Somebody like him, somebody like Acuna, somebody like Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like he came up fairly young. He's got the type of power, and he, I mean, playing in Toronto helps too. Like if he just stays in Toronto forever, I go from Toronto to the Rockies and just hit like fucking Oof. fifty home runs a season. Oh, that would be incredible. But, I mean, I don't have the active home run leaders pulled up right now, but I can't imagine that there's anybody near. 500 at this point i mean maybe miggy but i think miggy's at like 400 or
1: no No, he's yeah i have let up miggy's at 506 uh nelson cruz is at 459 he could maybe he's already he's 41 though so i don't see him getting there then you have stanton 375 trout 346 like they're Stanton's barely halfway there. Trout's almost halfway there. They've played 13 and 12 years. They're 32 and 30. They're not going to get there. Like looking at guys in their in their like mid 20s, you have to go all the way down to uh, Joey Gallo, who's 28, is 176. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's
0: what? tough. I mean, it, yeah, it, uh, Pete Alonso will probably climb that list soon with the way he mashes the ball. But he's a
1: little—he's
0: like twenty-seven.
1: He's—he's he's twenty-seven. He's played four seasons. He, he's at one forty-three. Yeah, I mean, these guys. What's—what's what's Guerrero at? Guerrero's—I could spell that would help him. Oh, he's not even on. He's not even in the top hundred because he hasn't.
0: I he's, bet he's like Acuna's.
1: Can... Acuna's ninety-seven. He's—he has—he's at one hundred eighteen in five seasons. He's only twenty-four. But still that's you have to do that you have to multiply that by six you have to play you have to play thirty years like it's just yeah. it's incredible juan soto it's maybe of. he's he's one twenty four and he's only twenty three I guess he's the guy to look at, but he cooled off there for a while, kind of screwed my my almost screwed my fantasy team. <laughs> Devers is only yeah, but, 25. He's at 139. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's, a, there's yeah, okay. a good next generation of of baseball players and even power hitters. But 700 home runs is just an insane number. And even even 500 is at this point.
0: Yeah, like I feel like 500 is very quickly going to become, I mean, not the, necessarily the new 700. But like nowadays, it's going to be like, Dave, if you hit 500 home runs, you are in, in this league, you are just an incredible home run hitter. Because mm-hmm. seven hundred, I don't think, I don't think there's anybody that has the longevity to even do that anymore. Yeah,
1: I mean, only four people ever have done it. So like, it's, it's yeah, not, it's not
0: like it's like some massive list that everybody joins. so yeah,
1: it's not like oh, all projecting the next seven hundred home run hitter. It's like projecting the next five hundred is is probably the goal at this point. Yeah,
0: yeah, and also with Pujols, I mean, he hit seven hundred, which is wild. But his second half of the season has been. Nuts. Like, if you just go, we'll go from August 4th. So, mm-hmm. almost two months. He is batting 306 with five doubles, 14 home runs, and 34 RBIs. That, I mean, he's what is 41? 42? How are you in a month and a half putting up 14 home runs and 30 whatever RBIs and just looking like the best hitter in baseball when this is like your. This is your swan song. This is it, and you're really turning it on at the end here.
1: Yeah, he he's just so relaxed, like knowing this is his last season. He's so at peace with it. He's even with the with the home run ball. He was like, yeah, I don't I don't want it. It's for the fan to have. It's it's their memorabilia. I don't need the material stuff. It's just he he wants to have the memories and. Being able to to be one of the best players in baseball, and like you, you almost want to see him come back next season to see if he can get to seven fifteen, maybe come back another season to see if he can get to seven fifty or something. But yeah, it's I I think this is a good way for him to go out, and I hate the fact that it has some good vibes for the Cardinals heading into the playoffs because that could very well be the Phillies' uh, first matchup.
0: Oh, that would be a rough first matchup for you guys. Although the Cardinals have they've struggled to score runs mm-hmm. recently, yeah. which a huge help, but still trying to play that lineup in the the playoffs. Nobody looks at that lineup and is like, oh yeah, hell oh yeah, like definitely want to play those
1: guys. Absolutely not with 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 Goldschmidt and Arenado and all, all all those guys, and they have the experience. So I think the NL playoff picture is it's still being decided with with the Phillies, Padres, and Brewers all in the mix for the second and third wild card. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough no matter what.
0: It's going to be really tough to win. And speaking of win, uh, are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a $100 deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-day parlay feature. Just click. On the game you like, select build your own bet and start building a monster parlay. There is so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
1: It's, it's football season here, and if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. FuboTV. TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's f u dot com slash SGP.
0: And now on to OddsTrader. OddsTrader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. And it also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. Uh, they do everything from handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring, and bet tracking. Player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, and their bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to OddsTrader.com slash BlueWire. OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Now... Oh yeah. No, go ahead.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, saying so, yeah, so so Pujos getting having such a such a great second half getting the seven hundred was was kind of surprising. There there were a lot of a lot of big surprises, I feel like, in in twenty twenty two. What do you feel like was one of the biggest surprises for for either your fantasy team or someone that you wish you kind of that you missed the boat on but you wish you caught on to earlier?
0: Man, the one that I missed the boat on that I wish I had caught on earlier was Brandon Drury. He, he Came out of literal nowhere. Like he was pretty good a couple of years ago, like 2016 and 17. uh He was a doubles machine, over 30 doubles each season, uh, around like 16 home runs, 13 home runs, that sort of thing, batting in the 260s, two 270s. Two and then he just fell off, fell off the mat for a few years. And then all of a sudden this year, if you mix up like between the two teams he played for this year, he's batting 260, 28 doubles. 27 home runs and 83 rbis like that 27 home runs is more home runs than he had in uh 2021 2020 2019 and 2018 combined Like he just all of a sudden is just brandon power hitter drury and he was on my waivers forever at the beginning of the year and i just kept telling myself like "Eh, that's not a real not real stats like he's he's not gonna be able to keep that up it's just kind of Uh, early season like he's got a little hot bat to start the season type of thing but no he's just been hot and never cooled off
1: yeah i mean his start to the season wasn't like spectacular for the first two months april may he was hitting 233 eight home runs in 40 games so that's i mean that's still on pace for for 30 home runs there but he really picked it up in June, he had eight home runs. And that's actually when I picked him up for my team. Someone in my league dropped him on June third. I picked him up on June sixth. And I've I've had him there since. He's been for in Yahoo, he can play second base, third base outfield. He gained first base eligibility. So I liked him in Cincy. I kinda wish the uh the Phillies traded for him, but he went to San Diego, cooled off a bit, but in that lineup, he's he's been someone that I can rely on to play pretty much anywhere he, he's he been bad in the past week though looking at it he's only two for 19 but uh he had a two home run game last week he was he was, a, he was a, a good a good find off the waiver wire and just looking through some of these like top rank guys overall on yahoo based compared to their like preseason rank. Um, Julio Rodriguez is one of the best up there. Uh Dan Dansby Swanson's had a great season for, mm-hmm. for uh Atlanta heading into a has a contract year. Nathaniel Lowe has come out of nowhere for Texas and he was just hitting bombs just it seemed like every day for a while. And he, he's still up there. And and another infielder too is uh Jimenez for for the for the Guardians.
0: Yeah, he's he's one that I actually did get lucky enough to pick up. Uh, at some point this year, I think it was a little earlier on in the year, I picked him up just because I really needed uh, that middle infield help in my lineup, and he has just gone on to be weirdly good. Like, after last year, I mean, he hit, where is it at? Uh, Don't mind me. Uh, Last year, thanks, Baseball Savant, for making it difficult to find batting averages. There we go. He hit 218 last year. Year mm. in 68 games 218 with 10 doubles five home runs and 16 rbis so he was on nobody's radar coming into this year unless maybe you were a guardians fan which i can't imagine that there's a ton of those or was a ton of those going into this season uh, so he's kind of on nobody's radar and then now this year i mean he's hitting 302 with 25 doubles three triples 16 home runs excellent uh strikeout rate stole nineteen bases. Like I mean, he can hit ninety-fourth percentile in sprint speed. Like the man is fast. Seventy-second percentile and expected batting average. He doesn't hit the ball that hard. But when you got the speed that came, you don't really need to.
1: Yeah, I mean he, he was he was a good find. I think he was on the waiver wire for for a while looking at his player history on Yahoo. He was picked up and dropped by two teams in, in may and then june before being added on june 17th by by the owner that, that has him now i mean he's he's been great and someone that and i was able to to i actually drafted him in in the 14th round uh willie adamas for the brewers he's low-key been one of really the best shortstops in baseball especially power wise 31 home runs 95 rbis he's been kind of the guy for the brewers when they needed him to step up and he's been great, in, great in September too. So he's helped me out definitely fantasy wise too.
0: Yeah. He had some, some injury issues there in the middle of the year, which that nobody really likes to, to deal with when it comes to fantasy, but he was one of those guys that he's hitting so well this year. You kind of just had to ride it out. Like let him take up that IL spot. Or if your IL was already taken up, let him just hang out on your bench. I mean, hitting 244, he's not letting the world on fire there, but 31 home runs and 95 RBIs is pretty damn good. Barreling the ball up at a career best 13.7%, more than double the league average. His average exit velo v- is 89.2. Last year, 89.5 was his highest. So, it's, I mean, right there, right around the career high. And he's hitting the ball. It's a hard hit rate, 44.6%, which is nuts. So, he's just making excellent quality contact this year, and it's really paying off.
1: Yeah, I mean those guys have been have been have been great. Someone else that here here's the home run leaders this season. You have Judge, Schwarber, Alonzo, Jordan, Austin Riley, Mike Trout, and tied with Mike Trout for the sixth most home runs is Christian Walker. He was a guy that was probably available on most waiver wires throughout the year. In my main league, he was owned and and dropped by someone in June, someone in late June to to July, someone added him. In August, dropped him a few days ago, or last week. I picked him up for the doubleheader he had um, against the Dodgers earlier this week. He's just been a guy that, I mean, first base has been a deep position in the past. It's kind of, it's gone back and forth a little bit, but he's heading 236, so not a lot of average. He's not getting a lot of RBIs, but I mean, he has 36 home runs. The Diamondbacks have some decent young pieces. I'm not sure of his contract situation, but he's he's 31 He he's shown he can he can hit for some power and he might be a guy to maybe talk about over the offseason looking into to next year because i mean last year he had 10 home runs but before the pandemic in the 2019 season he had 29 home runs hit 259 so he could be a guy that you know this year may have not been just a blip on the radar
0: yeah he actually figured out a home run swing this season which i mean the 29 home runs a couple years ago was nice but this season he's tweaked it a bit he's raised his launch angle up to like 17 degrees and it's just really swinging for the fucking fences and it's paying off in a major way he's somebody that i've been on since and i think first time i included him in one of my fantasy baseball articles was uh late may early june and I've just been telling everybody and their mother like he's the average isn't there. I mean the guy hits, and if you if you're a Statcast nerd like me, uh, if you look at his baseball savant page, it's just all red. Seventy uh, first percentile for average exit fl- velocity, ninety third percentile for xwoba, ninety third percentile for expected slug- slugging, eighty six percentile for barrel rate, and what's more impressive is. He walks a good amount, 11% of the time this year. Uh, he's lowered his K rate to a career best 19.6%. And it's because he's hardly chasing. He's in the 82nd percentile in chase rate in all of baseball. Like he, He's kind of one of those guys that kind of figured out, like this is my pitch that I like and I'm not going to swing at anything that's not that pitch. And when he swings at what is that pitch, it just goes a fucking mile. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean he he's one of someone else and someone else kind of similar to that that is still he's available in my league. He's been picked up and dropped a bunch. Is a uh, Rowdy Tellez for the for the Brewers. He has 32 home runs, tied for 11th. He's only hitting .220, 85 RBIs also, but he's right now hitting third for the Brewers. He he's he's a guy that is gonna give you power and maybe this power could be for real because he was with Toronto before wasn't wasn't great. I think he had like 15 home runs one year. Yeah, 19 home runs, or no, 21 home runs before the pandemic, 19 doubles that year. Uh, he could be a guy to, to look for, too. He's, what, he's going to be 28, 28 next next March, so maybe coming into his own there with some power if you're looking for, for power to talk about. And and one guy I want to talk about that looked good in the first half. Uh, I traded for him, and I feel like he had some, I think he had some injury by, right before I traded him. I traded for him. Uh, Taylor Ward, I traded for him in my Keeper League. He was oh, after yeah. after a fantastic start. I think he, like, crashed into the wall and had some nerve damage or something, like, in, in his hand. So he couldn't swing right, and that, that cost him some time. But it looks, looking at his game logs, he's been back at it here in September. He has a 10-game hit streak about. Uh, on Friday night, he had two home runs against the Twins and a, a 4-2 win, rare win for the Angels. I think he's still relatively young enough where he could be some, no, he's not. He's going to be He's gonna be uh, 29, 29 in December, but he, he has not been on the fantasy radar before. And he was someone that kind of came out of nowhere to be a good guy in the first half. And it looks like he's, he's finding it again here in September.
0: Yeah. And uh, he was one of those guys at the beginning of the year, everybody likes to compare people to Mike Trout and the fact that he played for the angels kind of, he was getting those comparisons early on, like, dang, like is he the next diamond of the rough that the angels found? Like, is, is he going to put up these Mike Troutian numbers? And then he kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Like, he's getting dropped everywhere in fantasy. But, yeah, recently he's been doing pretty well. He's got, like, what, three or four home runs the last week or so. Since the beginning of August, he's been he's been okay. I mean, he's hitting two seventy two with six doubles, eight home runs, 25 RBIs, which is pretty nice. But, I mean, that Angels team as a whole is just kind of – Weirdly underperformed, especially in the second half. And it's he's just one of those guys that did the same thing. And I think it what part of it was due to injury. So he's somebody that'll probably end up going on my under the radar players to watch for next year. Just because mm-hmm. if he can come back fully healthy next year, get a full, fully healthy season. I'm really curious to see what he's able to do.
1: Yeah, especially if the Angels kind of don't blow it up, which maybe they should do. If they if they keep Trout, if they keep Otani if Rendon can have a healthy season or live up to any sort of expectations, Ward could be a decent guy in that lineup. But, yeah, hopefully uh, some of these players give you some advantage in your league this season. And, and speaking of advantage, make sure you check out No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills against the house and earn 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. But in up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25.
0: And now Promoguy.us. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all of our major sports books and They've got a VIP discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they have some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for, better, for betting smarter. So make sure you check out PromoGuy.us.
1: Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new Over-Under game. Over-Unders are integrated into Fantasy, which is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest via Over-Under itself, you can also do so through your Fantasy League's matchup screen. So if Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think you're going to win your matchup, but you're also confident that he's going to hit his overpassing yard line, you can do both. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over/under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of the button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. They have NFL player props as well as college football player props. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over/under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details.
0: Uh, also, if you guys are trying to talk to us outside of the show, uh, you can hit us up on the Discord. It's sg.pn slash Discord. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at sgpnfanbaseball. We're always around, always down to talk, shoot the shit about baseball. I mean, you guys can just tell me how good the Mariners are, and I will respond back probably with some weird gif. It'll, it'll be a fun time. But today's Saturday. If you're listening to this, it's Sunday which means it might be your final day of your matchup in your fantasy baseball championships. So what better thing to talk about than some streaming options? If you're streaming in the championship round, props to you. That is a bold strategy. But obviously you've made it this far, so here we are. Uh, If you follow some of the SGPM content we put out, uh, I'm the baseball editor. uh, And one of the guys that we have there, uh, Matt Valdez. Matt, if you're listening to this, what up? He puts out an excellent streaming article each week. I think this one that's out now is the last one for the season, RIP. But it will be back next year. It's an incredible, incredible article. He goes daily, breaks down who is the best option streaming-wise for each day of the week. And his option for today is Jose Suarez of the Angels uh, facing Minnesota. Minnesota's been an ideal matchup for some people recently. They're not hitting quite as as good as Minnesota should be hitting, and Suarez has some decent peripherals on the year. He hasn't been a bad pitcher by any means. He isn't anybody that's lighting the world on absolute fire, but when it, if you're streaming, you kind of just got to go with the best option out there, and Suarez is looking like looking like the option.
1: Yeah, Swarz is solid. He he wasn't available in my league that I I streamed in. But yeah, he's he's had a few few tough goes recently against Seattle and, and Cleveland, but Minnesota, I don't think, has, like you said, has not been hitting how Minnesota should be. So he he's he's a solid option there. Uh the guy I picked up for, for my 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 championship matchup tomorrow, I picked up Adrian Sampson of the Cubs. Normally the Cubs really you don't want to stream them whatsoever, but he's going against the Pirates. He's coming off a, a few straight quality starts against some uh, some quality opponents against the uh, Marlins, who aren't great. But he, he had six shutout innings against the Mets. Prior to that, It was a three three five year in the year sixty one strikeouts. So he's a guy that you know he's he's been good in September. The Pirates are not a good lineup, even though they have uh, Neil Cruz, Brian Hayes, guys like that. I think Sampson could be a guy to look at, especially if you're in a quality start league if you're looking for wins, or even just if you're looking to get a few strikeouts and how about your ratios. He's a guy that over the past few starts has not given up much. He's only allowed one run or less in each of his past three starts, and allowed two run or less in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of his last eight starts overall. So Samson is not a guy you typically look at, but going against the Pirates on potentially the last day of your fantasy baseball season, I think he could do worse.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, not to like guarantee stats for anybody, but he's he seems all but guaranteed to at least throw a quality a quality start out there, which is huge. And if you're going to stream a pitcher, getting a, a quality start is probably like that's the baseline you want to look for. Like, he's not going to like light the world on fire with strikeouts, even though Pittsburgh does strike out quite a bit. He's probably going to get three, four, five if he's if he's really having a good day but yeah he'll he'll go six he might give up a, a run or two maybe to an O'Neill Cruz home run and then he's he's gonna put you in line to at least get a win which in points leagues, which is my kind of forte is his i mean that's that's what you need out of your pitchers is you need that that plus ten points or plus eight points however many points you get for a win out of your pitcher and another guy I've had my eye on uh is Aaron Savali are we called Savali is that how you say it civil Savali
1: I think it's Savali, I Savali.
0: yes. Yeah, uh, he's going up against Texas tomorrow. I mean, he's again not somebody that's lighting the world on fire, but if you're streaming, you're not really going to find anybody that's lighting the world on fire. But he has been decent recently. Uh, he's, I mean, five innings, six point one, four point two. But even in the four point two inning game, he only gave up one run, and he's got decent strikeout numbers. I mean, back against Detroit in August, he struck out ten. And four over 4.2 innings five over 6.1 8.66 k9 for the year his era is not the best 529 but i mean his 392 xfip means he's been getting slightly unlucky and he's against texas that's a, a matchup that's very winnable for him
1: yeah that that's a good look in deeper leagues i think he's He's not. He's been up and down, but he he will get you strikeouts, like you said. His strikeouts per nine is almost nine. He has seventy seven in eighty innings. He he showed he can strike out a lot against Detroit last month. He had ten in just six. So I think against Texas, that's not a bad look. Looking at some of the, if you're in a shallower league, you could look for uh, Clevenger, even though he is at Coors Field. Uh, Ralph Stripling at Tampa Bay. He's been good. Edward Cabrera, if you need strikeouts, possibly a win two against the Nationals. And then that that's probably the ones in. OK, so here here's my qualm here. I, I have one move left in my league and, and here's who's available. Uh, JP Sears for the A's going against the Mets. So that's not a great matchup, even though he did well against Seattle last start. Uh, Jacob Junis going against the Diamondbacks. He hasn't had a few good starts in a row. Anibal Sanchez, who I don't know how he's still around pitching well, but he's done well recently. Two quality starts in his last four including against Miami last time going against Miami again so who who out of those or maybe even someone deeper would you look at
0: ah oh, man that's tough uh, <laughs>
1: it, they're not good options i mean options. Got, i mean, i put, putting you on <laughs> putting you on the spot here with like picking 3 just grenades here which one's going to go off
0: i'd probably go anibal sanchez uh, just because, I mean, looking at his recent game log, he's given up a total of five runs in five runs in six starts. Yeah. And he's facing Miami, who's not. I mean, nobody. We had a whole episode like titled <laughs> after this, but the Marlins are a dumpster fire. Nobody looks at them and is like, oh man, they're gonna light that pitcher up. I can't stream against them. They're one of the more ideal teams to look for as a matchup when you're streaming. He's not really striking many people out, but he's not giving up a lot of hits either. Like, like count these up real quick. Fourteen hits in six games. That I mean, he's having a, a decent little stretch here, and I mean, he's probably the one that I would lean on. I mean, I can't trust anybody starting against the Mets. Their lineup is unbelievable, so I wouldn't go down that road. But yeah, I think I think Annabal Sanchez is probably the guy that I would look at.
1: I have another option here who I didn't really even realize is like a legit option. Uh, Luis Ortiz. He's had t- for the for the Pirates going against the Cubs. So you could pick Ooh. up him plus Samson. Hopefully try to get a win on on one of those sides. Maybe get two quality starts. He's made two starts this season. It went five and two thirds with five strikeouts. No runs against Cincinnati. Five innings, five strikeouts. Uh, 1.80 ERAs, what's that, one run against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium last time. So he's at home, first start in Pittsburgh. I'm um, trying to find his minor league numbers. I don't think they're overly great. Yeah, this year at AAA, he had a 4.59 ERA. Last year, AAA, he had a 4.60. So it seems like a AAA, quad A pitcher probably at his ceiling. But for a team against the Cubs who... You know, they had morale was good early in the year. Wisdom was okay. Contreras is on IL now. So Ortiz, he's only rostered in 6% of Yahoo League. So that might be who I end up picking up with my final move.
0: Yeah, I like that one as well. Anytime you could pick up somebody going against the Cubs, it's a pretty good pretty good matchup as well. Especially, I mean, it has got the Ks. It's about, not, like, right around nine, nine per nine innings, mm-hmm. which solid. So he gets you a decent amount of Ks. He's not really giving up. Many runs or hits. I mean, the last start was against the Yankees. Five innings pitched, three hits an earned run, couple walks and five Ks against the Yankees. Which I mean, that's that's a respectable matchup to be looking fairly dominant in. So, yeah, I like that move a lot.
1: And yeah, we uh, we we look into the numbers a bit here, and if you're if you're a big numbers guy, you can check out the Elias Game Plan app. Did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday, and Sunday? Because it's NFL season, our favorite time of the year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting, or just talking highlights, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. It's the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau are the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. It's full of info and insights provided by their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you info that's up to date and that you can trust. It gives you everything you need from league-validated team and player news and stats, head-to-head team comparisons, along with Elias' key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis. They release new features all the time, like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly with their researchers. So you get the information you need to feel comfortable when making big decisions on betting or your fantasy team. I always check out the Elias Game Plan app for some uh, strikeout player props, pitcher prop props, even just looking at matchups for your fantasy team, too. It, it's it's some, something that's definitely going to help you be profitable overall. So elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E L I A S. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN15.
0: And introducing Run Your Pool VIP. A brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Get access to exclusive data to help with your weekly game picks. Premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. The top line here is that if you're a serious sports fan, you need Run Your Pool VIP. Use code SGPNVIP at RunYourPool.com slash VIP and get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at RunYourPool.com slash VIP. One more guy I have to ask about is what percent is uh, Nicola Dolo owned in Yahoo Leagues?
1: Oh, I was going to mention him um, among the guys that like I are probably going to be among those guys are like, okay, if they're shallower, um, he's rostered in 55% of leagues. I just, I just don't like it going against Milwaukee. I think that's that's a tough matchup for him. Even though, I mean, he's had his last start against them a few starts ago, eight innings, a win, 11 strikeouts. What's that? Two earned runs. So yeah, I mean, Ladolo could be a guy to look for if he's available.
0: Yeah, he has turned into a kind of a strikeout connoisseur this year. Like, mm-hmm. He is just out of nowhere, which I mean it's not even necessarily out of nowhere. In the minors this year he he pitched three games and had a thirteen and a half K9. This year in the majors eleven point seven K nine. He one thing he does is just gets people out. The only downfall for him is he plays for the Reds. Which (laughs) is kind of a a a downside that outshines any other positives Mm -hmm. you could think about somebody. But he was somebody I thought might have got moved at the trade deadline this year, actually. So the fact that they kept him and they kept Hunter Green, uh, oh, yeah. they, they strike yeah. out a lot of people. Just yeah.
1: they can't yeah. hit. L- Lodolo was uh, a top pick in, in in his draft. I think it was seventh overall pick. I'm right in here. But yeah, Lodolo, Hunter Green just absolutely, what do you have, like 40 pitches over 100 miles per hour in, in one of his starts? Yeah. Of his recent starts uh, That's just absolutely insane. He had 11 strikeouts. So. Yeah, those are two two young guys there for Cincinnati that that might um, be something they can build around.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, It's just a matter of if they can entice anybody to come play actual like fielding positions there to contribute on the offensive end. Otherwise, it's going to look a lot like Jacob deGrom all those years for the Mets just being lights out every night and getting one run of (laughs) run support. And that's going to be Ladolo's downfall which I hope doesn't get to his head because the kid's got nasty stuff. I mean, on mm-hmm. fan graphs, his slider, his slider's rated a 70 on an 80-point scale. That's just a disgusting pitch. He's somebody that, yeah, I mean, facing the Brewers isn't the ideal matchup for a streaming option, but if he is available in your league and you're like down on Ks or something along those lines, mm-hmm. yeah. he's well worth a look because he's going to get a lot of them tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Why is why is the scouting scale 20 to 80 and not just zero to 100? Like, why haven't they, they fixed that over over the years? Well, it's, it's just something that something that annoys me a little bit. But it's if, it's whatever that, that scale is, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I I've never understood that. And I tried to understand it one time and it's like, you know what? It's just it's 20 to 80. But
1: <laughs> like, that's just
0: yeah. <laughs> what it is. I I have no idea because like you tell Tell some people that he's got a, a seventy graded slider. Like that's crazy. And people can be like, what the hell does that mean? It's,
1: it's like, oh, it's only seventy out of like uh, seven out of ten. Like it can't be, can't be that good. It can be decent. <laughs> yeah, seventy out of eighty <laughs> it's is above average. Especially when like eighty is like just elite, elite. And, like no one gets there. It's just, it's it's incredible.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Hunter Green has a an eighty rated fastball, and then Ooh. so Ladolo's seventy rated slider is just. That should, if you pay enough attention to baseball and you have seen Hunter Green pitch, hopefully that puts it into some perspective, just how disgusting Lodolo's slider is. But pairing that with a 45 fastball isn't doesn't help a ton. But I mean, yeah, he's he's a fun fun ass pitcher to watch. I'm excited to see how he does tomorrow today, depending on when you listen to this. And next year he's gonna be for sure on my radar next year. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, I think that is going to do it for this episode. Good luck to everybody uh, in your championship matchups tomorrow. Uh, if you're looking to get a hold of me, you can follow me on Twitter at Balakay, B U H H L O C K A Y E.
1: Yeah, and with the fantasy baseball season kind of come to a close here, if you guys have anything. Any topics she wants to touch on, we're gonna get into some daily fantasy stuff as the playoffs, as the actual playoffs come up, but we're gonna get into whatever you guys want to hear. So make sure you reach out to the SGPN fantasy baseball Twitter account at SGPN Baseball. Also find us on Discord, SG.pn slash Discord, and uh, make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple SG.pn slash fantasy baseball and Spotify SG.pn slash fantasy baseball s or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop.
0: All right, that's going to do it.
1: Peace.